0: Oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast.
1: Welcome. That's it. Uh, Welcome (laughs) to the Dynasty...
0: Best intro ever. (laughs)
1: Let's keep it short. Uh, Welcome to the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. I'm your host, DK Hilson. Along with me is producer... Audio mixer, and surprisingly, someone's lover, Jason. So I've never seen her. Ty, can you confirm? I can, yes. Okay, damn it. All right, it's been confirmed. Ty's nope. been confirmed.
0: I, I, pu- I put my lover on the screen for you, Dave. <laughs> I'm not gay. He just hey. he gave me meth. There's nothing wrong with
1: that. <laughs> That's wrong if you are. Well, um,
0: meth's not good for you, Dave. You shouldn't do meth.
1: <laughs> no, it's not good for the teeth. No. Uh, we also have our writer, poetry analyst. Pornhub enthusiast, uh, enthusiast, Tyler. I used Google Assistant to look up doorknob once, and I got sidetracked, and my door is (laughs) still broken. I didn't quite pick up my voice of doorknob properly, but uh, found some interesting things there. Uh, Lastly, we have LCU Senior, Twitterist, and suspected father of two. (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought a woman texted me, but it was just another tweet from Nick. Talk about my <laughs> latest letdown. <laughs> uh, well guys, we're here to discuss all things dynasty fantasy football, along with some general observations of the sport of football, whereas the English call it soccer. Not right? I may have yes. That back. <laughs> well, so. Sounds right. Uh, yes. Uh, this episode, uh, we're going to have a friendly discussion. At least we'll try to keep it friendly uh, on our rookie superflex rankings. We now know the landing spots of all these kind young gentlemen, minus the 1.7 league average of troublemakers. Um, we're gonna show, I think we share a lot of similar views uh, and have a general idea on some others, but we do differ on a few of these players, so it might be a little tough to come up to with a consensus. consensus. Uh, but we're certainly going to try. I'm going to bash it out. Um, yeah, but we're going to discuss all that here today, and we're going to let you guys decide for yourselves where you place these guys in your rankings and frankly, ranklings Rankling. in, your ranklings, uh, <laughs> in your rankings and frankly, in your hearts. Because I mean, I know I made some decisions here that's going to be tough to back up just because I really like these guys. They probably shouldn't be fourth or 17th or what have you. But uh, that's, uh, that's part of the game. It's not all business. You have some fun with it. You, you drop guys a little bit ahead maybe because uh, you have a fondness for them. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you are all business. And I respect that. It's tough to do. But uh, yeah, guys.
0: Sorry, Dave. You're going to have to repeat that. I was just looking at my different backgrounds that I can select from, and I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay. That's all I got to say, Jay. I'm done. Are you saying you have love in your heart, Dave? Not as much as <laughs> you. you have a lot. I have a little bit of lust, but you got a lot. So um, Apparently. We'll, get, uh, we'll get to that because uh, uh, that's uh, certainly one of the lists that uh, we might uh, differ on a little bit uh no we just we
0: actually agree on everything um so tune in next week (laughs) yeah
2: exactly
0: (laughs) so So these these, uh we're going to actually release our rankings on wednesday by the looks of it once we've done the video and the audio editing so um when i release the video you guys will be able to follow along on youtube as well if you want to see kind of i'll share some screenshots of where we got guys and that kind of stuff it's going to be a bit more of a video medium than just an audio medium so please check that out as well
1: peace we beg you. And our Twitter is Dynasty life underscore FF. I think uh, we got Nick still ripping out some tweets. Sure, so Keep it up. That's awesome. Um, yeah. You guys ready? You want to uh, engage in this?
0: I've been home all day, Dave, waiting for us to do this. It's like 730 now. I'm <laughs> um, good to go, man.
1: Okay. Let's engage. Let's engage. So we have compiled our latest updates of our Superflex Rookie Rankings. Jay has put them nicely in a nice, colorful table. Good job, buddy. It looks good. Thanks, buddy. Um, I can like, I can tell you how many tight ends easily are in here. So, mm. and they're right beside each other, but uh, we'll get into that.
2: There's two. Spoiler There's two. Alert. <laughs> spoiler and, alert. And
1: probably guess who they are, but maybe... Uh,
0: it's not the year for maybe. tight ends, I can tell you that.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. It's uh, a defense aside. It was probably best year for running backs and receivers. Period. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Start- Yeah, not the strongest year for quarterbacks. I think we can certainly agree on that. And again, uh, no first-round real tight ends to really talk about. There's a few names we're going to discuss for sure, but it definitely was a big uh, focus of this year's draft. I think we have a lot of depth at running back, a lot of wide receivers, which makes for some interesting conversations there because there's a lot of guys in there who can really kind of be interchangeable, I think, when you you get down there to the the middle middle picks. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's begin with the young man. Yeah? Yeah okay okay. I think we can all concess. That's the word. Concede I think it is. <laughs> Concede. See, that's right. I uh, shouldn't have uh, flunked. I uh, flunked English. Uh, Joe Burrow. He is a ranked one across the board. All of us. All right, of course.
0: I'm sta- I'm staggered. I thought I was going <laughs> to the limb there, bud.
1: For those who don't know, he's with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, drafted first overall in the 2020 draft. Uh, exciting. Uh, great quarterback, a lot of potential. He's got a nice young receiving core in there uh, to throw to. My question was, and I did post to you guys earlier, uh, since we all say, yeah, he's number one, you're drafting. You got Lamar Jackson. You got Patrick Mahomes. Are you still drafting? If you have the number one, one position in the draft, are you drafting Joe Burrow?
0: The rest of your team must be awful if you have Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes. You're drafting, <laughs> you're drafting first, or if somehow you manage to trade for the one and one,
1: or Garth's in, in your league it's, it is possible. Yeah, it is possible. I, I think Fair.
0: I'm 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 always going to take Joe Burrow number one. I think I don't think the difference between the you know the the top two running backs all the way down the board. There's some differences there, but the difference between Joe Burrow and the next quarterback off the board is going to be substantial. And I think that's huge trade assets you could have there later on if you decide you don't want to keep them.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I don't have a problem if if you really set a quarterback, if you want to go with like a Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that's fine. But really, you might as well just draft Joe Burrow and use him as a trade chip if you don't need him. Probably the best way to go. Super flex anyway. Yeah, Nick, would you? Or yeah, would
3: you I I, t- I, t- I tweeted that out something earlier today about, you know, just, just take the best player on the board. D- don't overthink it. Don't draft for a position of need. Worry about that later through trades, through your, uh, you know, your veteran players. Just take the best player on the board. It's the safest way to go.
0: Like if, you, if you already had a hundred dollar bill in your pocket and someone's like, hey, man, you want this hundred dollar bill? And you're like, I already got one. You got a 50? And they're like, yeah, I got a 50. And you're like, I'll just take that instead. That's what you're yeah. doing. That's what you're doing some of these times. Like it's not as severe, but it's close to that. Like take, take get as much as you can for everything.
1: I would I would agree definitely with all of that in this year's draft because there's so much talent at running back that you, you don't need to take that guy at first like you don't need to take Taylor you don't need to take Alaire because there's so much talent there uh, I agree just take Joe Burrow uh, for trade bait whatever you want to want to do with that if there was like an elite running back and you needed a running back and you had Mahomes and Jackson there was a guy like Elliott or Barkley that really stood ahead of the of the rest then that's
2: certainly something to, 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 to consider
0: today Junior. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's some really, really good running backs here, but we don't have a uh, like a Zeke or a Barkley. So, exactly, it's not a clear, clear cut that's ahead of the rest
1: of the running back herd. Speaking of running backs, uh, we have one next. Uh, it's Jonathan Taylor. If we're just looking at his average ranking, it's 2.25. Uh, I think three of us uh, had him at two. Nick, you had a different running back ahead of him. I'm not mistaken. Bow. I do. That's fine. I, That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but what has you? Uh, would you say has the uh, the other guy, which I guess you can name him, ahead of uh, this young man, Jonathan Taylor?
3: Yeah, I still have Dobbins, my pre-draft number one running back. He's still number. He's number two for me. My number one running back in the draft. I'm looking at this as like as a five-year window. I'm. I'm not. This isn't my rankings are compiled for who's going to be the best in the f- first two years of the first year. So I still like Dobbins. I know he's. You know, gonna fight with Ingram year one, maybe year two, but I like his long term potential the best. And that's what I'm here for. It's dynasty. So
1: just dynasty. I, it's not
3: it's not that I don't like Jonathan Taylor. He's my number three. It's just that Dobbins ended up being the guy. And how tough
1: a decision was that between those two guys? Like how close is it for you?
3: I mean, landing spot played a bit. I actually like Dobbins landing spot. I think I know people have been scared off a little bit because you know he's behind Ingram, he's gonna be buried for a little bit, but a little bit, but not but, but not I like it. And, and I love the landing spot for Taylor as well. He gets to run behind that absolutely awesome offensive line with the Colts. So um,
2: they're they're neck and neck. It's, it was a close decision.
0: I would have I to say. say uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Todd.
2: I was going to say just on the uh, the Dobbins, the Dobbins thing. And Mark Ingram is ahead of him for sure. But Mark Ingram only played about forty nine percent of the snaps when he was healthy last year. He just got a lot of really good snaps, and he still will. But Dobbins will have a chance, even as a rookie, to to prove something. Absolutely.
0: And I think what I was going to add to that is I think Dobbins actually went up a bit in my rankings. I'm not a huge Dobbins fan. Um, I think he's one of those running backs that's just he's good at everything. He doesn't really excel at necessarily one thing. He's not a physical freak. He's a good, solid running back going into a great situation. I think it was probably one of the best possible places for him to land. And this year, who, yeah. care, who cares about this year? It's Dynasty. If he's starting, yeah. in, 20, yeah. if he's starting in 2021 then per, or 2022, then perfect.
1: Yeah. I, I think, as Ty said, he's going to get the ball. He's going to get a, a a chance to kind of get things going, get a feel for the offense, things like that. And even year two, year three, we'll see if he uh, just runs with it. No pun intended. He will run. All right. Now we're going to get into a receiver. Now his average rank we have is Jerry Judy. He's our first receiver. We had him at an average rank of 4.75.
0: And nobody ranked him at three. We all just ranked him around the same spot. So a couple yeah, of the other five. guys slid a bit. So it's kind of interesting to see him at three.
2: Five, five, four, five for us. So none of us actually had him three, but is there a
0: third by average? That's why it's an average yeah. ranking and not a consensus ranking.
2: Yeah. So the most consensus is we all had him at
1: five and Nikki had him at four. So very close. We all kind of have the same idea of where we'd kind of take this guy. Uh, I think landing spot. Good spot, fantastic. Uh, There's a lot of good talent there for sure. So he's not going to get all the looks, but uh, it's going to be a fun offense to watch. Like, if we're not even talking about fantasy, I think that's, I think we've talked before that, talked before that Denver offense is probably going to be one of the more enjoyable uh, offenses to watch to see how Drew Locke does with a fully loaded, you know, like he's driving a nice Cadillac.
2: that, That is the question, though. How does Drew Locke do? I like yeah. Drew Locke. I believed in him. I'm I'm the guy that drafts him in a couple leagues last year, in Superflex leagues. But I still I'm still not convinced he's going to be the guy there. No, and it might be it might end up just being a letdown to all the fantasy assets that they they put in. Yeah, so we'll see.
0: But the good news is is that it is year one of a rookie deal. He's not going anywhere next year. If they make another, if they go another way of quarterback, there is still quarterbacks available, and there sure. will be quarterbacks available next year um i'm personally think drew lock is a good quarterback this is good this they definitely gave him a a or get off the pot scenario where he has to oh. do well this year because they built the team around him uh, i love where jerry judy went i don't love him at three as our average but i love where he went
1: mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, th- I think I, having I w- a young receiver uh, yeah. having a young receiver go to you might feel more comfortable going to someone younger just out of comfort but
0: he's gonna play he's gonna play the slot and he's gonna be a bit of a safety blanket for drew lock he's yeah. a you know he's a he's a, he's a, he's a He's got good speed, good after-the-catch skills. Um, I I don't know if he's if, if this is going to be a great year for him, but it's not going to scare me off of him if it isn't, based on young quarterback and rookie wide receiver.
3: The, the one thing about wide receivers, though, is the, the great ones, they age well. So, I mean, no. I wouldn't have an issue if someone decided, hey, you know what, I have Jerry Judy at number two or number three. If he's your number one wide receiver on the board and you like him a little bit more than some of the running backs, you're going to grab a guy, if he hits, He's going to be, you know, a fantasy asset for ten years, maybe. So that's more you can say about most of the running backs. Yeah, well, yep. wide receivers yep. get
0: like fifty percent longer life, right? So yeah,
1: yep. and if just that's what you're missing longer. on your team, if you're missing that on your team,
2: and that's a real big hole that you got, that's your only hole. then boom, and I, have, for sure. I have no no problem with people taking wide receivers ahead of running yeah. backs in rookie drafts yeah. at no, all. Absolutely.
0: I generally try to go that route myself.
2: Uh, just, just hard to avoid those running backs. It though. really is. Yeah, I, it's an instant impact to your one team. Thing, right. And then I practice something else. Like, yeah yeah i always try to go
0: i always try to go wide receiver heavy and i always end up with it like carry on johnson last year or you know and it just kills me sometimes and sometimes you get ezekiel elliott or you get a squam barkley or you know any any of the good young running backs just instantly instantly take your take your team give you an rb1 like you can't you can't dissuade what that could do to a, a roster that's about to win a championship
3: well i'll say with the with the way this draft has gone I understand why running backs are going ahead of wide receivers in most of this draft. It's because there's maybe four or five top-end yeah. running backs, and there's ten, maybe fifteen wide True. receivers yep. that could really help your team out. So you can maybe yep. take a running back high; that'll be a big, big-time fantasy player for you. And then wait in the second round, grab a wide receiver that maybe slides a little bit, and you know, and still get a second-round pick that will be really effective for you. Yeah, it's no, like it's a good three,
2: good point. and I think legitimately why I ranked the way I did. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, with
0: with, uh, with Ty and I. We were both burned a bit with the uh, Kevin White and the uh, Quan uh, Treadwells, and the There's a couple okay. years where some of those top end wide receivers really missed, and
1: I had we'll, we'll all of you. them. You don't forget <laughs> <Yeah>. those. <laughs> well, well wide don't.
3: receiver, wide receivers do have the highest bust rate in terms of players drafted in the first round. So, yep, is that true? So, is yeah. that an actual? So, it is so, at the NFL it draft. It's got the highest yeah. bust rate. Yeah,
2: interesting. So careful, Henry Ruggs drafters. Good you to
1: know. <laughs> I'll flip-flop and redraft. I'll flip-flop. I'll do receivers one year. Next year, I'll go running back. It's just kind of... And you can do that in redraft. you kind of just like, oh, I'll do this this year. You're not investing as much, I don't think, as we are in our in our dynasty teams. So you can kind of play around a bit. But here, it's... Uh, Dynasty's a little more serious, folks. All right? Don't fuck around there. You don't fuck around. Okay. It's serious. All right. Opposite of serious is JK. Just kidding. Dobbins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has an average, let's go by his average rank. We do differ a little bit on this guy, coming in at a 5.5 average between the four of us. We have Jay and Ty have him at a solid seven. I'm at a six. And as we know, Nick has him up at two to kind of bring up at an overall five. So uh, we already kind of discussed uh, Nick's feelings, and I can definitely see where he's coming from. He's got a lot of talent, and uh, he's uh, Ingram's not going to be there forever. So let's be honest um yeah you guys want to discuss anything else about dobbins because we kind of just touched on uh you're yeah. comfortable with him being the number two running back basically for us um he's no. my number he's my number three so yeah, oh, he's your sure. number
0: three i was gonna three say back, he's yeah. my number three running back too so yeah i'm perfectly Perfect. fine with him there um well, i just personally i think he where we have him at an average around five is probably where he's going to go in a lot of leagues you know, I think if people like Nick are going to draft him because that's their guy, that's the guy they're putting their stamp on, that's the guy they believe in, and that's the same thing that I've done with a player down the mm-hmm. list as well. We've all done it with players before.
1: We true. We, uh, we all we all have, and we'll each get to those because some of them are more obvious than others. All,
3: all sure. it takes is all it takes is one GM in your league to fall in love with a guy, and he either goes really high or he, or he slides if no one likes him. Right? So yeah, make make, make your own rankings and stick to them
1: is uh, my advice. And how much you believe in what they see. What they believe in, like they obviously drafted him for a reason, right? Obviously, for whatever reason. So you gotta—that means something because they have a lot of experts, not as experts uh, as much as us, mind you. But uh, <laughs> some guys that kind of know what they're doing up there sometimes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so something that uh, for sure. Now the next guy, which
2: thanks to me, I think brought up bottom underneath. Oh, uh, Dave, yeah, you killed <laughs> us on this one. Yeah,
0: time. you really, you really killed us in this one, Dave.
2: Yeah. I, thought, I thought Nick had him too low at six.
1: Yeah, again, we're talking about, of course, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, where you guys all got him up at three, and I have him at a pathetic 10 uh, overall. Nick
0: has him at six. You, I, we have him yeah. at three. You have him at 10. And it, in reality, I, I'm okay with six. Like, I don't really love Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I'm really not a huge fan of his. I just love the landing spot. And I had him ranked around where Nick did, uh, mm-hmm. yesterday even. And the more I tried to readjust my rankings and kind of looking at players, the more I went, oh, fuck. I always told myself, whoever goes to KC, they're my guy. Yep. And Jonathan Taylor, there's no way I, I'm taking over Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor ended up in almost as good of a spot. Yes. Right? But For his style of play. But yeah. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, to me, is the clear-cut th- two, like, two running back and arguably one just based mm-hmm. off of like where he's going to be and who he's going to be playing with.
2: Yeah. A, lo- a lot of people use the excuse, like, he played on a stacked LSU team. You know, he had the best quarterback. He had great receivers, good coaching. Mm. He's like, where do you guys think he went in the NFL, guys? Yeah. Playing with Mahomes, Tyree Kill. Yeah. He's got Andy Reid. It's like he's going to dominate the NFL too. And he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna be successful.
0: And Dave's boy thrived there. <laughs> Williams, <laughs> thrive Williams there. was good there,
1: and he's still gonna be good there. That's the problem. He's gonna take <laughs> oh, half yeah. the ball, yeah. Yeah. half the time. Way yeah. I, I don't know. I just think obviously you got Mahomes. Uh, he's passing the ball. He's running himself. I don't know. I just see more of a not a one guy in the backfield situation early on, anyways. And I think bigger, like further down the line, I'm thinking maybe, maybe I'm thinking. My problem is I might be thinking too far ahead with the Lair and thinking I don't really, I'm not big. So I'm not really sold on the talent as much. Uh, landing spot. Obviously, you can't argue that, but I just I'm not as sold on the talent. I guess I'm looking further in the future, and I'm just I'm not big on him. I guess, and I'm just not not about him. I don't. Do you, I, oh, sorry, go ahead, Nick.
3: Yeah, I don't have an issue, Dave. If you're if you're ranking a lot of these guys without really taking into consideration landing spot, I mean, if you're ranking him around ten, he was around ten in most people's pre-draft list based on, uh, you know, tape and film and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I don't have a huge issue with that if that's what you're going to go with. Um, dynasty nerds Phil kind of tweeted something out the other day that's kind of interesting is that the one thing about Clyde Hilaire is that he has that fifth year rookie option because he went in the first round Yes. so that is that's a big bonus for him that's something to take into consideration we've seen other running backs walk and other running backs you know move on to another team get tagged or then move on but Mm -hmm. we know he's going to be there for five years with Mahomes so that Mm -hmm. is that's a pretty big plus to, uh, to Hilaire
1: I can't argue that Certainly is yeah. Uh, landing spot absolutely. It's uh, definitely always a consideration for me. But I guess for some reason I just I don't know. I'm just not seeing the backfield as active as some. Um, I know it's an explosive offense. So I just see a lot of I, points for Hill, a lot of points for Mahomes. I just don't think running back will uh, thrive as much as people think. But I easily, I've been wrong a couple times before. It's very possible.
0: He's a great <laughs> pass catcher too, and I think that's definitely going to play into his favor.
1: That's going to help for sure. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder sure. if he's going to get the
3: goal line looks initially. I know there's something that came out. Andy Reid said that they're going to use both running backs. It's probably just Andy Reid, coach speak, saying, you know, I'm. He's giving some love to Dame, Dave's Damian William Damian Williams, but we've yeah. seen Andy Reid in the past when he finds a running back that he loves. He does. He's yeah. the guy. He gets all the shares and all the targets. So mm-hmm.
2: we'll quickly and, find out soon how much Damian Williams will have an impact. And he does love Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yep. He made yeah. that pretty clear in draft day, so I think he's going to get his use for sure.
1: I think every draft, I think this is me, what I do is a, on a personal level is I always, in my head, take a couple booms and I take a couple busts. And guys who should be good, and I just say, you know what, he's not going to be good. And those, that's part of taking taking risks. You, you hit and miss. Uh,
0: well, probably think, too th-
2: big of a risk. Mind I you, think but- when
0: you put him at 10, you're putting your stamp on a guy saying, I'm not going to draft him because he's not going to make it to 10.
2: That's right. He might not make a pass. The two. problem, the problem is, you just yeah.
0: royally fuck up our rankings. So <laughs> put, put him at six, like Nick did. Yeah, that's
3: good enough. Good enough. All right. And even, even at six, I was, I was struggling. I, I wanted to put him. It's just, it was hard.
0: I had, like, I had difficult. him at six. I had him at six yesterday, Nick. Like, it's not. Uh, yeah. like I don't really like him. Like I said, he wasn't my favorite running back coming out of this. Uh, I didn't yeah. really want to draft him, but I think if I get the opportunity, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him in one league if I can. If I'm drafting high enough and he falls to me, I'll take him. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I had him as high as three at one point before I submitted my ranking. So, I mean, he's going in that 2-3 spot generally in most leagues right now. In Superflex, yeah? In Superflex, yes.
1: Yeah. I did have him up at six at some point and I was tinkering around and somehow he just ended at 10 and I just submitted at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, next on the list, we have Tua, Togo Veloa,
2: Veloa. Perfect. Yeah.
1: Nailed it. Give <laughs> <Yep. laughs> He's a quarterback one of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we see we're kind of split on this guy. We have a couple fours and a couple eights. Well, at least I'm not alone in anyway, this one. Uh, Jay Tai, you got him in coming in at number four. Uh, me and Nick a little more reserved on him coming in at number eight. Uh, again, I don't think it was a uh, great. Austin, yeah, you can't argue the talent. I think I'm more hesitant, more kind of hesitant to draft him based upon just health. How- I'm just I have that concern, and I just don't want to invest. I want to wait. If I'm not getting Burrow, I'm just going to wait till next year to get a quarterback. It's pretty much what I'm kind of saying. I'm not going to Spurrow or nobody because I think there's going to be more talent coming out next year or even the year after. Oh, Trevor Lawrence, buddy. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll end up last place, so I might get him. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I'm if I'm not yeah.
2: drafting Clyde Edwards, yeah. I'm going to be last place, right? So yeah, no, two, no. T- two is one of those. I think two is one of those guys to me. Like if you if you need a quarterback take him second overall. Yeah. If you if, yeah. you, if nobody needs a quarterback and he ends up going like nine, 10, that's fine too. Even in super flex. Hmm. It's like, it's easy. He's a team dependent guy. Like, I don't absolutely love my guy. I just kind of threw him at four because it's super flex and he's going to be a starting quarterback for a long time. Yeah. And I think Miami might still end up addressing the wide receiver position next year. They might end up one of these, you know, really highly rated guys that are coming out next year and he might have some good targets 2021 20, going yeah. forward. So, I like think, Tua could definitely be a star.
0: I, I have him at four too, and if I if I need a quarterback and he's available at two, I'm taking him. Like Ty said, uh, he's okay. the most he's the most accurate quarterback coming out of college. That says something. Like that's that 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 doesn't mean in any like he's four like he's twelve percent more accurate than Jacob Eason than Jake than. Um, uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Justin Herbert, like all those guys. He, he's a very accurate quarterback that plays in the NFL. He, he's got a decent readability. He's quick enough on his feet. Health. Yeah. If you're concerned about health, sure. Why not? But I, I don't. Tua is like a very polarizing guy. You see a lot of hate for him. A lot of people really don't like him for some reason. And I don't I know why. Because I, I, s- no I see two you. NFL quarterbacks in this draft for sure. I see Tua and Burrow. Herbert. Yeah. I don't think Herbert's going to be a good NFL quarterback. Some people do. But I see two quarterbacks in this draft. I've identified two that I'm going to try to get if I can. The other guys, if I pick them up, it's because I'm buying a ticket.
2: Plus, yeah. I mean, Jamar Chase might have been on the roster or something like that after Bateman. Mm-hmm. Could have a pretty good dynasty career.
0: And and that team has been building the right way. They didn't address wide receiver this yeah. year, but they've been building the right way. They put some good pieces around him.
1: They saw some receivers there that can hold things down until yeah, they like like Preston Williams, Devontae Parker, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Mike you get that end, yeah.
1: great up and coming amazing. End. Yeah. yeah, amazing by all means. He's definitely got some 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 talent, some tools there to uh, for some success. Nick, do you have anything to add on Mister Uh? No, I, nothing that's already been said. If you're
3: quarterback needy and your team mm-hmm. has not been good, you're you're taking probably a quarterback because you need those guys. Otherwise, your team is continue going to continue to be terrible. So I have no issue with him anywhere from two to. Eight, ten, somewhere around there. Cool.
1: All right. Next on our list, uh, our next receiver, CD Lamb, has uh, gone to Dallas. Of course, a lot of talent. That is a lot of points there in Dallas, fantasy wise. Uh, They're going to be fun to watch. There, hundred percent. They've always kind of had an explosive offense, and they have not disappointing this year. That's for sure. Uh, let's just take. A, let me just take a quick look. See here. Uh, I guess I don't like them. Uh, six. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got Jane Ty landing him in at six. Nick and five, and I have him a little bit lower at nine. so still cracking my top ten. Absolutely. Um, I'm 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 not big on the landing spot, but uh, again, it's dynasty. Uh, you guys, we talked about this. I think last last episode, where it's gonna, gonna fix itself in a couple years. When some contracts come up, things like that, so things things are definitely going to change. Uh, but how do you guys feel? You think he's going to be uh, how quickly he's going to move to the number one spot there, number four targets? You think he will in year one?
0: I think this hurts Michael Gallup more than more than anything else. Uh, yeah, it kind of hurts me a
1: little bit too because I'm like
0: I think me and Ty, I don't know if anybody else owns them. I think me and Ty would win most most leagues. I got him um, one. Yeah, it really hurts Gallup. I think more than it hurts Ceedee Lamb uh Dak Prescott I mean let's see if he has another gear let's see if he can support two elite wide receivers he almost did last year um CeeDee Lamb for me that was disappointing I was disappointed where he went like he dropped for me he was my number one wide receiver before the draft and landing spot I know I said landing spot doesn't really matter but it does kind of for me in this scenario cuz it doesn't matter. Really told liked, me it matters. <laughs> no, 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 for for the elite guys. For the elite guys oh. really, like Jerry Judy and, and CD Lamb and like they it didn't bother me where yeah. they went cuz they're elite. Yeah. But I think it for me it it put me a little more on Judy's track. Just a little bit more.
2: Yes. But I think uh, Judy, and, Judy and Lamb were so close to begin with. Yes. Like I had Lamb over Judy before the draft but by a hair. Mm-hmm. So that that was kind of enough to you know for me to say I think I'll probably take Judy ahead of uh ahead of CD Lamb but Still, like we've said a couple of times, this is dynasty. Eventually get figured out. Playing with Dak Prescott and a high-powered offense really isn't a bad landing spot in the long no. run. It, it's just going to be crowded. Mm-hmm. Depending on where he went, he might have been like a redraft guy for this year even, Lem, but that's probably not the case now.
0: I would have loved to have for- him gone somewhere where he was like playing with an elite slot receiver, not another elite outside receiver.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I would love to see him in Green Bay. That would have been great. But yeah, just, uh, uh, Green Bay. Ha- Green Bay hates wide <laughs> receivers, Dave. Yeah, yeah apparently <laughs>
0: they, they hate Aaron Rodgers and wide receivers.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If CD Lamb played a position they needed a backup for. They probably would have drafted him, but
1: <laughs> yeah, he's certainly a guy that you would be excited to have on your team, especially if you're if you if you need a wide receiver. It's just gonna be it's gonna be quite interesting because him and Judy are pretty much uh, in a league of, of their own. I don't know if you're gonna put rugs in that. That that uh, that plateau. Oh God, no! Right, it's just the two. I think we can all agree with that. In my top two for sure. Yeah. All right, I think I, I sum that one up. I think for, I think I don't know for all this, Nick. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we, that that solidified Judy ahead of Lamb from receiving rankings and rookie was landing spot. Would you say that
3: Ju- Judy was ahead of Lamb in my rankings initially? Oh. Um, but I, I, I'm I was surprised I ended up having Lamb ranked the highest, but. Since I was the most down on him of the group initially, but right. e- elite wide receivers find a way to succeed and produce in fantasy.
1: I'm I'm not concerned either way with Lamb or Judy whatsoever. Well you should be, because then the first round wide receivers have the highest percentage of <laughs> flyings. Right. So right. You should be concerned. You're Throwing your right words back at you. You're
0: right. I think it's less about CD Lamb and more about the fact that Clyde Edwards Hilaire went where he went for me. And Jerry Judy went where he went. Like that was the only reason he really fell into any of my rankings for the most part.
2: Yeah. yeah. Just had a couple of running backs move ahead of him really. Okay. Let's talk let's
1: talk about a running back. And it's DeAndre Swift.
0: You should just take this whole thing, buddy. You got him. You got him. You got him. You have a, a little <laughs> they, they put some stamp say, on this boy.
1: They say may uh, they may say abnormally Ooh. high. I just noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you guys have an 8-9, so it just brings him up to 7 uh, as an average ranking. The consensus is uh, that I really like him, and you guys think he's good, but uh, all uh, not as good as I do. Yeah, I mean, landing in Detroit at first, I'm like, well, that's not, I, I would have loved to see him somewhere probably. There's some better spots for him for sure. But then I thought about it. 29 more, more
0: places. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, can think, I, I can think of two that are worse, but 29 uh, that
1: are better. And then I said to myself, well, carry on's going to take two steps and break himself again. Uh, no, just kidding. I, w- I don't want that to happen. But I just think there's a possibility, and that's a strong enough possibility for me to put him in three, that he's going to quickly take over the role in Detroit and just and just run with it and just really excel. He's got a lot of talent. I think he can really take it. I think he overtakes carry on, healthy or not healthy. Uh, I, I think... I think I, I love carry on in the beginning. I think I mean, and Jay, I think uh, big on him as well. And uh, he's just kind of slid, slid and down. I think uh, he's the guy who's just going to take over and he's going to be amazing. Mark my words, fellas.
2: Yeah, I don't disagree. A, I think he will be quite good. Good. And, you know, let's like, just see what happens with carry on if carry on sticks around. Also have to see how Matt Patricia deploys his running backs. He has a tendency uh, to use two of them. So that might be.
1: I don't know case, how much. Again.
2: I don't see how how long those guys will all be there. I think, uh, I don't know, it's hard to say, right? <laughs> and Matt and Patricia might not be there for too much yeah. longer. That's we'll what see, I'm but... thinking.
1: I'm thinking Dynasty, I think Swift. I, th- I really, I don't know. I I, I don't know. At the last little bit, you really kind of uh, grew on me as the
2: guy mm-hmm. my guy behind Taylor, more or less. Yeah. I Going would... into the combine, he was most people's number one. Yeah. So really no problem with that. And I would have loved if... to have
0: seen him get the same treatment that Miles Sanders got in Philly with carry-on and just give him one more year. Because yeah. last year, they were with other quarterbacks. He got injured, a new coach. Like There's a lot of stuff that went against carry-on last year, and I was kind of hoping that they would say, we have a lot of other holes to address. Let's leave our running back situation the way it is and give him one more year. Miles Sanders came on. The second half of the season was amazing. Yeah, what true. Philly do? Give him the biggest fucking vote of confidence ever, not draft a running back. Yeah. So that was disappointing for me more for Swift and for carry-on. Because both of them dropped a bit for me. I think I got Swift too low. I don't think he's a nine. I think he probably should be a little higher. But I think this draft class is just so fucking thick that you can just you can put him there and you might be able to still get him there unless Dave's in the draft.
3: Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> the exactly. The thing with Swift is, if he was drafted by Kansas City, he would probably be a first round dynasty startup. He'd be my like two. Not just he'd be rookie. By, he'd be my dynasty two. startup. If he was drafted I'm by talk- Kansas City, he might be my number one ahead of Burrow. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm oh. talking Dynasty Startup. I'm talking everyone that's available, yeah. he would probably be a first-round guy. And and that's what's interesting about this, is we've really moved Clyde Rhodes-Holera based on landing spot, and Swift has gone the opposite way because of his landing spot. So if yeah. you believe in the talent, I have no issue with drafting mm-hmm. Swift in your top five. Absolutely. Top five. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. The, the issue Not I have
0: is that the only issue I have with, with like with wide receivers, you've seen them go two or three teams and have success. Running backs don't always go from the team that drafted them and have success with another team after their careers are too short. So if Matt <laughs> Patricia's there for three years and they waste DeAndre Swift, and that's too bad because that's a ton of potential to waste. But who knows? I mean, I, I like it, Dave. I, I think if you draft from a three year, getting him at three man. And you yeah. might, you might like that might pay off in spades.
1: Yeah. I mean, th- this is the risk I'm taking. That's why I have, uh, that's what they're bracing. I'm swapping spots with Hilaire, right? I'm pre- pretty much mm. just putting them and, they, and not mm-hmm. taking landing spot really into consideration if you think about it. Uh, and yeah, he's rolling the dice on that. I have no but. issue with that whatsoever. It's yeah. open, right? All right. Here's another interesting uh, fella. I think uh, is Justin Herbert at number th- or third, sorry, third quarterback in our list. We got, let me see here, ten, nine, Okay. So, Jay had him uh, at 10, tie 9, and then me and Nick uh, had him a little bit higher at 7. That was that was tough. Uh, again, Superflex. I think it's definitely the only reason why he's uh, as high as he is, for sure. Oh, of course, yeah. I know, Jay, I know you question uh, his talent. I, I
0: have an interesting stat that I'd like to bring forward very really quickly. Means. So, uh, Mike Renner of the Pro Football Focus fame at PFF underscore Mike got his Twitter right. Can't get ours right. Uh, he wrote the one stat that would terrify me if I'm considering drafting Justin Herbert or Jordan Love this offseason percent of uncatchably off target throws targeting when an open receiver, five to 18 yards downfield in 2019, Tua 4.3, Hertz 5.0, Burrow 5.1, Love 14.1, Herbert 18.1. Wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a big difference. Yeah. I don't yeah. care who you are. It was a pretty big accuracy that's used for, for Herbert and for Love. Um, Herbert though, I kind like I liked landing spot. It wasn't a surprise at all. I think he can definitely succeed there, but
0: we'll see. But one out of every five throws between five and eighteen yards downfield, yeah. it's uncatchably definitely, thrown.
1: Definitely puts the question, Mark D. I yeah, definitely see that. The question is, I guess, can he fix that?
0: Yeah. And
1: if he can, how quickly is he gonna fix it? And how confident. Are you, that he's going to improve?
0: I like his situation. Uh, that Love his situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to talk about his negatives. That's all I'm going to talk about because I put him at 10, basically, basically saying I'm not going to draft him. If I had one quarterback and he was available at three, I'd probably take him just because you know he's probably going yeah, to start this yeah, year too. and he's going to be an NFL quarterback. Will he be a good one? I don't think so, but he still could be. I'd, I'd still believe there's some potential there, but I'll, I'll throw it off to you guys that actually do like him.
2: Yeah.
3: I like him. So for me, in my rankings, I actually had Herbert one spot of Tua. And, I, and we can look at Herbert and I can see some similarities with Josh Allen, both yes, inaccurate yes. quarterbacks in college. But when I lo- look, look back, continue to look back at Herbert's tape, he has some sneaky rushing ability. And we've seen what running quarterbacks are able to do for fantasy. There's no way pre-draft Josh Allen was going to be considered a top 10 dynasty quarterback. There's n- no one would have guessed that. But we've seen how he can run. Maybe Herbert has a little bit of that ability as well. I don't think, I'm not saying he is Josh Allen yeah. or that he's going to put up those numbers, but rushing rushing TDs and rushing stats count for huge in Absolutely. Dynasty. So I don't have any issue with Justin Herbert. I think he's got a sneaky upside. I like him a lot. My issue with Tua is the injuries and he's not a running, he's not a running quarterback. And I don't believe he's an elite talent. So that's why I can tell myself I've got Herbert one spot ahead of Tua in my rankings.
0: I have one quick question. This is for everyone, mostly for Nick, but for everyone. You love Josh Allen. You love watching him play. Yeah. As a bills fan, which is me too. But if I told you, Josh Allen was out of the league in three years or in Cam Newton situation in three years, would you be surprised?
3: No, Not
0: I like rushing quarterbacks. I love them, but eventually you got to learn to throw the ball because your speed will slow down as years go by. Injuries are fine. Like people can get injured and, and once or twice, you know, it's not a big deal, but eventually get end up Robin. with a guy like Cam Newton. And is Josh Allen as good as Cam Newton? No.
1: Probably
0: not. No. <laughs> Cam, Cam, <laughs> I got this. no. Cam, Cam Newton was. I like Josh Allen. It, it, Josh Allen might end up being more accurate than Cam Newton one day. Who knows? But it just, yeah. to me, it's like I love Josh Allen. I love owning him, but I, honestly, at the same time, he's a guy I sell at the high, and I love him as a quarterback. I think he's a blast to watch. I love his attitude, everything about him. But at his high, I'm dumping any share I have of them because I, I just worry about the guys that can't ever find their accuracy that can scramble because eventually they find a way off a bench. Not out of well, the league, one thing with, off a bench. The one thing with
3: Josh, one thing with Josh Allen, he hasn't really been injured. He's had one concussion in his preseason rookie yeah. game yeah. and he had the, the, uh, the UCL in his elbow where he, he hit a helmet. That's the only injuries he's had. So he hasn't shown that he's been an injury prone guy, so right now it looks okay, but yeah, I understand sure. your point with running quarterbacks. You know, Lamar's in that in that group too. But we saw Aaron Rodgers as well. He he dominated fantasy for many years because he was a running quarterback as well. He he was running all over the place. He's evolved in he his still game. will be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: He's <laughs> well, evolved in his,
0: unless he wants he the unless he wants the ball to go to down the field. He has to run it.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's evolved in his game as yeah. well. He doesn't run as much, but but he's always been you know, accurate too though. Quarter, quarterbacks can change, yeah, and so. Lamar Jackson. He runs Lamar he Jackson
0: to. is more accurate than Josh Allen. You're
2: yeah. right. Yeah,
0: and Josh, really Allen has, Josh Allen has Josh Allen has a rocket fucking arm. Uh, Justin Herbert doesn't.
2: He's got a good arm though, Justin. It's Herbert. It's not a rocket a though.
0: It's not. It's not and the Josh he, Allen strength level.
2: And he's a really bright guy. He might actually be able to. Yeah, learn yeah. How to play I hope so. I to, hope so. You know, to play in a system, to play a little bit more cautious. Mm-hmm. I have no problem. People don't want to rank him mm-hmm. as high as that. As Nick and Dave have, but. You know, for me, I'm, I'm taking two over Herbert for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, say, I even said, like, if I needed a quarterback and he was available at three and I didn't have a quarterback, I would draft him.
2: Yeah, no yeah. problem then. That that's a
0: position of scarcity in Superflex, right? So.
1: Yeah. I mean, you take super.
0: We lost Dave. We lost.
1: It's a Dave, uh, diff- Dave, different, different Dave. discussion. We lost you, but, buddy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we lost there. I'm sure... Well, I'm my following. apologies. <laughs> it always is. I'm just saying, if you take Superflex out of the equation... A totally different conversation with, with a guy like
2: Justin Herbert, I think. Oh, sure. But then the league's boring. Most of the quarterbacks, really. Yeah. Well, I think like a three tight end league. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotta <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: be.
1: Next on our list rankings, rookies, a running back. What's cam short for? Or is it just is that camuel or anything? Like it,
2: it is definitely Camuel.
1: Is it Camuel?
2: <laughs> cam Akers?
1: cam wise. Well,
2: Cameroon. <laughs> It's Cameron, uh, Cameron.
1: I, I would assume. It is Cameron. Yeah, Cameron Acres. Good info for the folks. Elliot Rams. Elliot Ramps, Ramps uh, dropped this guy. Uh, we're kind of, okay, who's this Dave guy? Fuck, this guy. Loves acres. <laughs> He keeps
2: throwing off the rankings.
1: Throwing off the rankings. Just make it interesting. So you guys are all, you guys definitely concede to have this guy in around 10 or 11. Uh, I have him a little bit higher, just by a spot or two. But still just brings overs overall to a number, but number nine if we average it out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'm a Rams fan. I'll be clear about that. <laughs> yes. and I'm excited about him. I don't know. I think you guys got me excited about it. So,
0: Dave, if I could be completely honest here, um, I had him ahead of Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire up until yesterday. Yeah, because I love him. I want him to be better than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I want to own Cam Akers. I think I'm going to be able to own Cam Akers when I'm drafting. So I was super excited about him, but then I started to think about it more and more and more and more, and I don't think he's Todd Gurley.
1: No, I really don't. I think he's he's not
0: excellent, but he's not not Todd Gurley. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is in a situation that is enviable for any running back. Cam Akers is in a situation with a fairly weak O line that is better than the O line (laughs) he played with in college that Mm -hmm. should have some. A little more depth this year with, with the injuries and whatnot. But I'm not taking him any higher than
2: eight. Yeah. Well thinkers, it was just so hard to get a good read on him because that O line was so bad in college. He just didn't see really what he could do. So it's nice to imagine that he's going to evolve to be this great NFL running back, but we just you just yes. don't really know that. I do. Whereas the, the other four guys ahead, I think you you have a you have a probably a safer bet on.
0: No. Like my probably heart my, my heart said six. My yeah. brain yeah. said Jay, you can't do that. You want to win well, too. See,
2: so I'm also yeah. picking around 10 in a lot of the Superflex leagues. And if Akers is there, I will be ecstatic. Me too. Yeah. Well, you won't
1: be. I think that's clear, Ty. He <laughs> Dave, will not Dave, be Dave, there. Dave, <laughs> will
2: have, Dave will have him and Swift somehow and Herbert.
1: Yeah. yeah I think it's clear but who I, I will have. I like your gumption, uh, kid. Yeah. So you guys are getting Hilarious. It doesn't matter which one of you is gonna get him with somebody. But who knows? Yeah, I, I am excited about Acres. Uh, I probably do have him a little bit of high, um, but again, he did, he hasn't really had a chance. As, as Ty said, I've used my imagination, and I've seen him. Even old Rams don't have a fantastic O line. I think it gets better, not uh, this year, next year, and then boom, you have the uh, next Barry Sanders. All right, <laughs> <That's
0: it. laughs> I think the next Barry Sanders, according to Dave, is definitely going to be uh, Deondre Swift.
1: Yeah, I was going to make that comparison but I I I can't I don't I don't think their styles are necessarily the
2: same but in or, or Damian Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> righty. Our next receiver, Henry Ruggs the 4th, 3rd, sorry, there's only 3 of them. He's the third installment of the Henry Ruggs Dynasty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, he's our um Third ranked receiver off the board, Jay 13, Ty 12, and then Nick 10, and me 11. So there you go, 10 to 13, all in a different kind of spot, but generally, generally in the same kind of position. Uh, we have him. Jay, uh, I think Jay, I think you've always kind of said, uh, you've always been his least favorite fan of the four of us. Yes. I think you made that clear. And You that's, know why?
0: Because uh, he's competing with my boy, Jalen Regor. <laughs> yeah, always yeah. talk about those two and maybe a couple other guys down there too. But no Ruggs, I like Ruggs. I, I think he went to a decent spot. Um yeah. I, li- I like yeah. I like I they spent a shit ton of draft capital because it's well, it's the Raiders and they just do whatever the fuck they want. Forget what other teams are gonna do behind them. But I mean I, I have no problem drafting if I got rugs, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be very happy to get him at thirteen. I don't think I'm gonna get him at thirteen. I think is I think people are gonna look at where he was drafted and pe- your less astute people in your drafts will definitely draft him higher than 10.
2: Yeah, I can see yeah. people taking ahead of a uh, Lamb or even Judy. Oh, he was he's the, the first wide receiver in the NFL. I
0: yeah. gotta take him.
2: And even then, that might be fine.
0: it could work out.
2: Like it could. I mean, he could be great on the Raiders. He's fast as hell. He's got really good hands for like the amount of speed that he has. Um, just not a ton of work in college, which we've talked about in previous on previous episodes. Maybe that matters, maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you never really had a breakout age, some of the uh the analytical guys you know, jump all over that, but I don't care. I think where I don't he's care going. I'm care about have... breakout age. God, I no, I don't, give, I don't give a shit about that. Age 17, I haven't broken breakout out yet. age. I'm 41. I'm 41. I haven't broken out yet. I will I'm, in, I'm in my mid thirties. I'm waiting for my breakout still. Dave, I, I'm, <laughs> look,
0: I'm looking on camera right now. and I'm seeing some breakouts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, do you think there's any boom bust
3: factor with rugs? Oh, well, there's absolutely boom-bust factor with rugs. There's no question. I mean, I know he ran a pretty uh, diverse route tree in college, um, but if for those analytical guys, they're really down on him. But I'm more of a tape guy. To me, so I really like his tape. But the Raiders are going to be the Raiders, and there's some bust factor there. But there is some huge boom factor as well. So I mean, if 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 you take him ahead of Lamb or Judy, I, it doesn't it doesn't mean you're wrong. I don't think it's crazy incorrect
2: statement really. I wouldn't have an issue with it either. No, it's fine. If that's what you no. think. Like I'm not gonna make fun of anybody for that, but like there's literally the there's
0: go. literally twelve wide receivers in this draft where I take in the first round of any draft in any other year. And yeah, he's yeah, definitely yeah. he's definitely one of them. I put him just inside or just outside my first round because there's just a couple other guys I like a bit better. But it doesn't mean like if, if someone beats me on Rigore then I'm taking rugs. You better believe it.
2: Yep. Yeah, I'd but be I'm, very happy. And then trade him for Rigor That no. <laughs> See, I once took uh, Laquan Treadwell, I think second overall in a rookie draft. So
0: we all did, Ty. We all did.
2: We are very, we are very lucky this year to be talking well, about rugs at or, the end of the first round of a Superflex.
0: Or not. We'll see. There could, there could be six new Laquan Treadwells in here.
2: They
1: have to be better than <laughs> Treadwell. Well, the stats show wide receivers are the most. Likely
0: to bust. <laughs> Speaking of most yeah, likely to bust, do you want me to take the next guy for you?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's yours, man. All right. Well,
0: I I ranked. I, I think I skewed our rankings just a just a skosh. Yeah, I'm not the only one skewing here, Jay. Skosh, but I think you guys, <laughs> I think you guys knew this was coming. I'm I'm drafting Jalen Rager in the first round. I don't care what anybody else does. He's going for me in the first round. Uh, I love his landing spot. I've, I've been saying all year. I want him to go to Philly. I want him to go to Philly. I want him to go to Philly, want to go to Philly and he went to Philly. So I'm going put money where my mouth is. I'm going to take him in the first round. I have him at 8. Ty has, Ty has him at 11. Nick has him at 17. So,
1: Arch, Nick. Nick's
0: not drafting Jalen Don't has him at 13. Um, ideally, I'd probably have him at probably 11 or 12. But I actually think he's going to be a huge impact player for them. Uh, he brings something to the team they don't have right now. Well, they do have two games of the year sometimes, depending on who's injured. But I I love where he landed. I think he's going to be fantastic. They had the opportunity to draft Justin Jefferson if they wanted to, and they didn't, and I think that said a lot to me because Jefferson is more of a a, a for-sure wide receiver, a for-sure NFL, um, Mm -hmm. potentially above-average wide receiver. I don't know if he has that special ability, but we'll see. I I do like him, but I think Jalen McGuire, for me, is my third-best wide receiver, and I have to draft him where my third-best wide receiver would go. Yeah, yeah.
1: and I think the Eagles would agree with you. They see something as well in this guy. Yeah, so I agree with the
0: Eagles. Fucking awesome. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, don't put that on your resume, Jay No, no. <laughs> And I will say a lot of people compare him to uh, to Justin Jefferson And I know he only had 611 receiving yards Last year, but that actually accounted for 25% Of TCU's receiving yards yes. Which was about the same percentage as Justin Jefferson's 1,540 for LSU So that really shows you how bad of a passing Offense he was on and how much he did still Stand out That says something, absolutely and I his, think we forget that sometimes.
0: His 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 40 didn't do him any favors cuz when it, when it comes to the combine the sexy stat is the 40. Uh he did well in everything else. Um I if you watch his tape like Nick Nick says, watch the tape, believe what's in the tape. He's fucking fast. I'm not worried about him at all.
2: Yeah, good. his 40 was still pretty good and all the other stats. Oh, all but everyone other. thought he
0: would challenge. But, he would challenge for for the top 2 or 3 in the 40.
2: Yeah. But he did not. Did not challenge Rogs. No. Nope.
1: Well, good stuff. I wish you all the best for that.
0: Why does Nick hate him so much?
1: Well, I was going <laughs> to... That's the other
0: interesting point. Is he friends yeah. with AJ Green?
1: You know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah, you are right. Because 17 is quite, quite low for this man who's definitely more deserving, deserving of that. Explain yourself. <laughs> explain yourself. I had to explain myself. I didn't do it. Jay, very, lo- like, Jay alluded
3: to it. Rigor and AJ Green are besties on Instagram. So right away, I just dropped him. So... <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> no I, I i mean i i like rigor i just we like know. other guys a little bit more and
1: 16 when, other guys nick Explain. i, I do <laughs> I, I, love t, ahead of him, I love i
3: t, love t higgins is number 15 for me he, i i love that landing spot with joe burrow you know he's got that prototypical you know wide receiver one makeup so i love that i mean I got we're not brandon talking I, about t higgins nick brandon iuka i have ahead of him so i mean i i like rigor um he definitely suffered from poor quarterback play in college, um, but I go back to my pre-draft rankings, and he I had him lower, so I just like other wide receivers based on their tape. I don't want to get too caught up in the first-round draft capital or the investment that, the Phil- that Philly made. I'll let someone else take him, and I'll take him to someone else that I like a little
0: more. So what you're telling me is I've been yeah. selling him all year, and you're not buying. That's right. <laughs> I'm a terrible salesperson.
3: I didn't, no, you're not terrible. I just didn't.
0: Uh, I decided to go with a different model. Oh, fair all. enough. You've been selling Ayuk all season, and I yeah. I brought him up quite a bit in my rankings. So yeah, so
1: did I just for you, Dick. And this, is,
0: you know, and this is what I get. <laughs> this is what I get.
3: <laughs> I'm not a team player. Yeah, Where's the give and take here?
0: <laughs> all right, Justin Jefferson, the one guy that we actually all pretty much agreed Blue, on. Blue, you're my boy. Take it away, Jeffrey, Dave. You're my boy,
1: Blue. Yeah, Jefferson, 14 for j 13, 13, Nick and Ty. I had slightly higher at 12. I have them just a little bit higher than Rigare I kind of have, again, I interchange them a lot. But I love both their landing spots. I think is in a premium spot there in Philly. And I think Jefferson's in a really good spot in it's Minnesota. Spot. So I just think I'd like Jefferson a little bit better. But but not my much. So, what? Uh, again, pretty interchangeable for me. I'm, just, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I don't if, know why. If
2: just-
1: you're, my, my
3: thought on Jefferson, if you're a team that struggles to find the right dynasty selection, you have a lot of misses. My suggestion would be to take Justin Jeffers because I think he's the safest safe, pick you safe, can make okay. yep. in the first round, bar none. He's going to probably play a big slot, big slot, lots of catches that way. He's a very, very safe dynasty pick Plot. for me. I like anyways.
2: that. slot yeah, slot together. Splot. That's I right. Yep. He's, <laughs> he's a big slot.
0: <laughs> I, I think I, I think Justin Jefferson is a guy that's not going to climb up draft boards to the point where you're not going to be able to get him just outside the first round. I think you'll still be able to get him in the second round in the Superflex. And if I can get the opportunity to draft him, I'd be fucking ecstatic because, like Nick said, he's a safety blanket. But he's yeah, a really yeah. good safety He's an electric safety blanket that's also weighted. He's a really good blanket.
2: Very comfortable. I never yeah. own a good blanket.
0: He's not one of those ones yeah. that grandma's knitted that have holes in them, and I don't know why they use them.
1: Yeah, he, Who a pole
2: blanket? I don't I know. know that just... That concept.
1: concept just so I have a lot of crocheted stuff because my mom's a crocheter, so I got lots of.
0: Uh... Well, can you, Dave? Can you give your mom a call and ask her what the hell people do with these blankets and just just to let the listeners yeah. know?
1: Yeah, Thank you. absolutely. Right, right now, Dave. Well, she's passed her. <laughs> actually, she's probably up later than I am. But um, well,
0: that's a good point, of Jefferson. That, that, though I think I think when Nick nailed it on the head, like if you miss, this guy yeah. will probably not miss. No, he'll be safe, and he might actually.
2: Anybody actually see some uh, decent amount of targets year one, just based on the lack of depth they have in Minnesota
0: and an accurate yeah. quarterback and, in, in uh, Kirk Cousins.
2: Now, Adam, Adam Thielen, soft tissue issues yeah. in his thirties. I mean, who knows how much longer he's going to be yeah. at the level that he's at? Yep. And they are so different yeah, type of Jefferson,
1: receiver, right? mistake me if I'm wrong. They're not the same type of receiver. Thielen and uh, Jefferson.
0: No, different. They're both. They're pre- good. not like comp- they're not Diggs and and Thielen. Yeah, Jefferson's yeah. closer to a possession guy than he is a, a pure breakout speed guy, but he's he's a bigger body that that really comes down with the ball most of the time.
1: I guess more end zone looks, perhaps, which uh, I'll see. That would be excited. nice. Yeah, definitely excited for that one. And again, Minnesota's another team that's looking really... Uh, yeah, they
0: did a good job of the draft.
1: Yeah, they did. Uh, another team that did terrible last year, but did good in the draft this year, because that's usually how it works, if you know what you're doing. Uh, T. Higgins, Cincinnati next wide receiver so we have a nice this is one two three four receivers back to back uh and here's higgins again all pretty close um jay had him at 12 ty and myself at 14 nick at 15 so our consensus is pretty close to being conceded there i want Um, i want
0: him in the first round if i'm given the opportunity to take him i want to tie him to joe burrow absolutely every day of the week so i'll reach a little bit on him if i have to I don't, know what, I don't know what the dynasty consensus is right now. I haven't really looked at it yet.
2: Um, he's he's around a bit. He's anywhere from like 10 to like 18, 19 that I've seen. Yeah,
0: so it hasn't really settled on him yet, eh? Like no. uh, not, not enough mocks or not enough uh, actual drafts have come through to really settle his ADP, but I I like him in the first round.
2: Yeah, and theoretically, if you're picking Joe Burrow at one overall, you could end up with yeah. Higgins, the first pick in the second round. Like if you really yeah. want to pair them, it's, it's, it's you know, if you like doing it's that not sort terrible. of thing. terrible. You kind of put in all your – uh
0: Put all your eggs in thing. one
2: basket and that basket's yeah. in Cincinnati. So <laughs> yes. that's but you know. You're T- a Bengals fan, you're definitely doing that.
0: And T but. Higgins was was my three wide receiver when about halfway through the the college season,
1: I had him at three for wide receivers. Yeah.
2: You did. Yeah, I had you him did. high too. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I'm not worried about the this you know, slower speed that he had. You know, it's forty. That doesn't worry me too much big guy come down the ball he's he's going to be an nfl receiver
0: him and aj yeah, yeah. green will look great together if aj green can play a season
2: yeah
1: absolutely i think john ross has his breakout year too so there's a lot of you know it's gonna be interesting there in cincinnati. Oh, no
0: he won't
1: <laughs> like <in> the, yes <laughs> i don't have, i don't own any john ross style. no john
0: ross is gonna have one huge play if he's yeah. in, if he ends up in cincinnati again he'll have one huge play and then yeah. you take him and you fucking sell him
2: He'll be back for one more year, but I they think they've already declined his fifth-year option. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if, if T. Higgins
3: in your league is sliding, jump all over that. Don't be worried about him buried on the depth chart because it's going to be
1: completely different a year from now. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Okay, well, let's get back to a different position here. And then we're. I think I have a feeling we're going to get right back to wide receivers because there's so many – in that one, in a spot that are all very close together. It's really, really interesting. It makes me really excited to see what happens this season with all these receivers. Uh, but for now, let's talk about a gentleman by the name of Kishan. Kishan, Kishan Bond. Kishan Bond. Tampa Bay Buccaneer running back. He's our sixth running back. He is an average of 16 for us here, if I'm not mistaken.
0: You're mistaken. 16.5.
1: Right, damn it! Uh, we're all pretty close. Actually, yeah, we're split here—a couple 18s and a couple 15s. So, I'm with Ty at 15. So we're clearly right, right, Ty? Oh yeah, well, I mean, not a big difference—three spots. So I think, I think probably for all of us,
2: uh, landing spot did that bring him up a little bit? At least he might have been the biggest riser on landing spot for me. Yeah, okay. So that was, I was—I wasn't huge on him, but I love the opportunity in Tampa. Um, I don't. I, As much as I don't like Ronald Jones, I don't think he's completely out of the picture. There, Keyshawn Vaughn and Ronald Jones are actually the same age. I think Jones might be a few months younger, so like he's not completely written off. But I think Keyshawn Vaughn is probably the better pass catching option of the two, and that'll get him work right away. So that's and it's a pretty exciting offense to be a part of. So yeah, I think a lot's going to come down
0: to blocking too. Keyshawn Vaughn's a pretty good blocker, and they're going to keep Tom Tom Brady safe. And Ronald Jones, correct me if I'm wrong, is about as good at blocking as he is at running.
2: Oh, he's bad at everything. Yeah, I think Jay wants to own that back. It's just the worst. He's uh, bad.
0: I I like Keyshawn Vaughn. I think I at, at eighteen. I think it's probably where he's gonna go is between fifteen and twenty. Uh, so I may miss out on him if I have him if I stick to my boards and have him at eighteen. But he's gonna see the field, whether or not like Bruce Arians is not a big fan of rookies. He's never been known to really take a rookie and throw him into the fire. But he also You know he he also he also shows favoritism sometimes. So if if Keyshawn Bond does a good job blocking, he might see the field more often just just to protect Tom.
2: Yeah, he will need to block, but it wouldn't surprise decent blocker. We talked about that, but yeah, go ahead, Nick.
3: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me in dynasty leagues if you have like win now teams teams that are in championship mode reach for this guy a little bit higher just because of that landing spot, hoping that he hits a little bit for a year or two and hopefully bring home some of that money. But I mean. It's a somewhat similar situation to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire where he was
2: really boosted by his landing spot more so than his talent. Yeah. yeah, and I think if you're drafting right around now, you're probably going to see him go fairly high. I think he might start to to, to go down just a little bit. Uh-huh. I think as, as we go on, and people kind of you know start to overlook the player a little bit more than the situation.
0: And I think all you guys can agree, like he jumped for us in our rankings significantly. Because yeah. we, we all had him in the 20s and 30s.
1: Yeah, I could remember we're yeah, we're at half, yeah, but it definitely wasn't
0: there. Yet. I was hoping because I like him. I like him as a running back. I don't think he's ever going to be special, mm-hmm. but he's going to be an NFL running back. I I was kind of hoping to get him in the third or fourth round of a rookie draft as like kind of the guy that I'm just going to kind of sneak in there and hopefully get a starting running back out of it. But that I, going to going to Tampa Bay, that's not going to happen.
2: It's one of those situations you just could you can't ignore.
1: No. If he has a successful time there, sometimes you can build some confidence and you can you know I think you think talented, you add a little bit more confidence to that. he might you uh, might be better somewhere else than more than we think. It's mm-hmm. hard to say
0: so before we move on to the next guy in the interest of time here, guys, uh, we're running up against probably what the uh, uh, the amount of time people can actually sit and listen to our stupid voices talk for. What so <laughs> so what we're, no, we're, we're going to split it into two episodes. We're going to go all the way down to 20 and then we're going to do the, yeah. the We're going to do 21 to 40 just so we don't. I, I think you win your draft a lot of the times in the back end of the draft with some of the choices you do make. Second, really? third, fourth round, you can really make a huge difference to your team. I don't want to do those guys a disservice and do our teams a disservice by just kind of jumping through them. So let's make this, half, yeah. we'll, we'll make it two episodes. We'll we'll finish it number tw- after number twenty, take a five, and just record the second half and uh, and go from there.
1: Sounds good, Jay. Good call. Yeah. Good audible. Good audible.
0: Yeah, that's what I do,
1: Dave. <laughs> call audible. You're like Der- Terry Bradshaw making your own calls
0: with a better hairline.
1: Yes, uh, <laughs> I think we can all say we all and, do. And,
0: and and I don't know if you guys you guys can't see in the podcast, but a much nicer backyard.
1: Yeah, nice. don't, don't look at
0: my fire. It's not moving. It's, <laughs> it's not Cliff Kingsbury's house. Yeah,
1: Kingsbury. Kingsbury. <laughs> uh all right. sounds good. So then we got 17, 18, 19, and 20 to finish up. Our next few guys um, are some receivers. Uh we have Brendan Ayuk. Uh-huh. He's our seventh row wide receiver. Uh we have him, you know what? Pretty close on him. Between 16 and 19, me on the low end of 19, and Nick on the higher end of, of 14. So, Nick, I'll let you start with this guy. Uh, I think you voiced your 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 likeness of this young fella. My uh, personally wasn't huge of the landing spot for him, but I think you. Th- I think you didn't mind it. I think you actually kind of liked it. Is that right? Yeah, I don't mind
3: the landing spot. We kind of discussed this thing last week and leading up last couple of weeks, anyways, about Ayuk. Um, I mean, he still went in the first round. So if you're someone that loves, you know, draft capital, people are going to draft him based on that. So, um, I still love his talent. I think he's going to, he's going to be produced. He's still my number five wide receiver. Um, in these rankings, he is where he is and that's fine. I'll probably end up owning more shares than other people. And I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, that's all that matters, buddy. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah.
0: This is a classic. Um, you put your stamp on a guy, and you talk to your three friends about it, and they put our stamps on them and bring them up a little higher. Uh, mm-hmm. I, if you're drafting at 14, Nick, I think you're going to get him. Um, for me, he is a guy I do really like him now. I wasn't super high on him um, uh, three months ago, four months ago. I've he's grown on me like. Uh, this thing I have growing—never mind. You guys want to hear about that? Um, <laughs> he's growing on me. Details. He's growing on me quite a bit. And I think. I think it's it's more on the lines of it's San Fran that scares me a little bit. Uh, they they yeah, have a the tendency I mean, to run the ball a lot. They already have some, a pretty good wide receiver that has a similar skill set. Uh, I won't be sad if I end up getting a share of them, but in any league I'm with Nick, I don't think I'm able to get him. Yeah
1: lean more towards uh to that
3: uh, i'd be concerned there? i'd be concerned if you wanted to pick him in the first round of your super flex because he looks like at the moment maybe the third you know target you know with with san fran so that scares for me now, a little bit for now for now for, for yeah, now th- behind the kittle third, and D- and debo you know maybe Garoppolo yeah <laughs> well, now now <laughs> i love die. the player
2: though love brandon Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I, I actually would add
0: him higher how do you knock on san francisco Yes, have uh, he, sp- he gone somewhere where he had a chance to be the number two target? Like he's not surpassing Kittle, maybe he could surpass Debo. Who knows? I'm, now, I was never yeah. super high on Debo myself. I he had a great. I mean, he was he looked good last year. But George Kittle to me is uh, barring he's injury, the barring injury, he's 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 the he's the the spoon that stirs the coffee there.
1: Yeah, I would. I agree that with the running game and Kittle, I think that's a good point, Jay. I think you're right. I think he could. Uh, Uh, surpassed evil pretty quick, but uh, I don't know, there's too many question marks there. It's a toughie. He's he's a
0: second round pick for sure for me.
1: Yeah,
0: well, if if he's available at 16 18, I'll I'll take him.
1: All right, what about this guy though, Michael Pittman Jr.? All right, so next guy on the list, I think we again, these guys are very all kind of close together, and it shows that Jay had him just one spot off of Aik, same as Ty. Uh, and same as myself. Nick, you had him at 16. So yeah, 17, 17, 16, and 18. So, it's a consensus. That's a pretty that's one of our biggest cons- obvious consensus. That's plural for consensus. Um, yeah, I love I think and I think you guys would agree with me. I think that's a good spot, uh a place to go, Indianapolis. Uh, I think he's gonna have some success there. Not a whole lot of competition. I mean you got Hilton still there, of course, but uh other than that. I think uh, he's going to get some some looks, and I think he'll be successful there. Well, if you
3: didn't think that uh, Indianapolis loved him that much, did he not go ahead of uh, Jonathan Taylor in the draft? Was he not
2: picked ahead of him? Yeah, he was right at the start I of think, the second round. I he was the, uh, the pick yeah, that they it had. It was like 34, was the, the one pick, they traded right? for. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, oh.
3: in- Indianapolis yeah. loves the guy, obviously, yeah. right? So. I don't have any issue investing with in in Michael Pittman. We, I mean, we loved his tape. We talked about him all year long. What a guy yeah. who was really who was probably going to be in the second round of most dynasty drafts, superflex, and he's landed exactly
2: where that's going to be. He is a he's a high upside pick there, for sure. And he, he feels a different role than we see out of Ty Hilton. We see out of Paris mm-hmm. Campbell. Uh, I think he has a path to targets year one, and he it's a pretty good looking future for him. I have no problem using an early second round pick on him in superflex. Even late first and uh, non super flex, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Really, Tua, Tua Hilton's not a like the Tua, Tua Hilton and Paris Campbell are going to be competing for targets. Michael Michael yeah. Pittman plays a different part of the field in a different game altogether.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think he's going to get the ball. Absolutely, cool. All right, another receiver. Uh, again, we've he's he's kind of changed a little bit, uh, fluctuated in my rankings. I don't know how about you guys as well. Uh, Denzel Mims. Coming in right after that, Jay, you had him at fifteen, Ty sixteen, respectively. Uh, myself at twenty, and and, and Nick at twenty one. So small gap there. Uh, did he? I think he's still. Did he move up for you, Jay, or do you always have him that high? He's, he's, I know
0: he's been moving up for three months.
1: I know Ty's a big fan, Ty, and then you kind of—he's
0: uh, Ty's guy. I'm. He's, uh, uh, I I was kind of I, I was kind of hoping to take to put him one spot ahead of Ty just to piss him off a little bit just to get you know, <laughs> take him ahead of him but uh, I mean at the end of the day he's he's one of my favorite wide receivers in the draft I was a little disappointed that he fell to 59th overall uh, the Jets uh, at first I didn't like it and then I was then I started think I like I kind of still kind of like Sam Darnold I still kind of believe in Sam Darnold I just don't like the coach it's like it's like you with you with your running back there and DeAndre Swift like. Matt Patricia may not be there forever. I don't think Adam Gase is going to be there another year.
2: Yeah. No, no he might not be, yeah. but I, I think but I yeah, should
0: we'll, let Ty talk about Denzel Mims. Cause he, he's been, he's been tooting this guy's horn so much. His, <laughs> horn, his horn's gotten sore.
2: <laughs> That's my voice. So we talked about him a bit last week already. Like there is a clear path to targets. He's what does he have to beat out know, Jameson Crowder. It's certainly possible. Um, you know, Robbie Anderson was a top twenty wide receiver when Sam Darnold actually played. I think Denzel Mims can get to that role second half of year one, even potentially. Good, good. I like that spot. Uh, Sam Darnold, I do think people. I think people shit on Sam Darnold a little bit unnecessarily. He's what is he? Twenty two years old. I think he's still younger than Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look throughout NFL history, touchdown passes and uh, and passing yards by age twenty two, I think he's third and fourth. I don't remember which is which. It's in the dock somewhere, but. For a 22 year old quarterback, he's actually acclimated pretty well. I don't think it's a bad landing spot at all. I think it's actually a good landing spot for Denzel Mims. I agree. I've gone back and
1: forth on it. I, I, I really, I don't think it's a bad spot at all. I think he, think he could. I think he could flourish. I got to use the word flourish here. because I think he could Love flourish. Uh, and I agree with Jay too. You get sky, Skies, whatever the fuck, get him out of there, and then let the team uh, operate properly uh nick again you're you're we're both together 2021 not as big on mims but did he move up at all for you or no he's he's he stayed stayed right around
3: where yeah he stayed right around where he was when he was falling in the nfl draft i became a little bit concerned i thought okay maybe he's gonna fall in my rankings but he stayed pretty much where he was because he landed with the jets not because i love gates but because the path to targets is is wide open there
1: yeah He's a tough one. I don't know but for you. He's a tough one to rank. Those guys were really tough to, uh, to rank. Uh took a little bit of time on, the, on those uh, receivers. All right. To finish out our top 20. Oh God, what a way to finish the top 20 out. Jordan Love. It's, a, it's a doozy. <laughs> it's a doozy. <laughs> it's Jordan Love. Now, um, as an average ranking, we got him at what? 19.5. So he's a top 20 pick. Like it or not. <laughs> not. <laughs> And we'll say who it's thanks to. Okay, uh, Jay, you had him at twenty-six. Ty, twenty-three. I had him at seventeen. And Nick, you had him at twelve. Yeah. So you got this guy ahead of people like T. Higgins, uh, Jefferson, Rigore. You want him? You're gonna get him.
2: We can confirm you are gonna get him. Tell us (laughs) about your. Tell us about your older brother here.
1: But no, Nick, no, honestly, that's, uh, this is to your side and uh, why you got him uh, at 12. Why
3: well, based on Jay's picture, I think we have different fathers. Yes. <laughs> but, um, I mean, in, if you're in a super flex, I mean, I, I believe in the kid's talent, first off. So that, that's important. If you believe in the quarterback's talent, um, you're, you're probably going to invest some high draft capital in him. And I do, I do like his talent. If you go back to his 2018 tape, he was absolutely phenomenal in 2019. We talked about this before. He lost his entire O-line, all his wide receivers, complete new offensive coordinator change, and he didn't look that great. So, I mean, I actually love the landing spot with Green Bay because he was a guy I think is the most raw quarterback that was in the draft. He needs time to sit and learn and marinate. But if you're willing to invest in draft capital and hang on to him, he's a guy that could boom huge for you. And I I love the landing spot with Green Bay. I have no issue with it. And for those that are saying, like, he's going to sit three, four years, Things change pretty quickly. I wouldn't be surprised if he's starting within a year or two. No problem.
0: And for those of you you that can't read, because I didn't realize that my little graphic behind me would be mirrored. Uh, It says says potential 2025 starter. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I agree with about 50% of what Nick said in the sense where the guy is like, he's got a lot of talent. Um, He is the rawest quarterback in the draft for the most part. Um, People have compared him to Pat Mahomes. Um, That's not anyone here. But I've heard that. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like compared with the potential of Pat Mahomes, uh, his his ability to realize it's going to be pretty minimal. But if he does, Nick hit a fucking home run here. He's just going to have to be patient. And if I know Nick, he has Josh Gordon on his bench. He's patient. He's
2: patient. <laughs> He's patient.
0: So I mean, for me, Jordan Love is a guy I'm not going to touch. I have no interest in him. There's a couple of quarterbacks that have uh some, that has some decent potential that I might target in later rounds. Um, if I can get him, where I put him on my board. Sure. But another stat that I just read off from good old Mike runner, pro football focus, 14 points, 1% uncatchable off target throws on an open receiver, five to 18 years on the field. It's another guy with, with some accuracy issues, but he's got a good arm and he can run.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, we got to wait a long time uh, <laughs> to find out if Dick was uh, right on this one,
2: but <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that long. Maybe, maybe not, man. Well, maybe not. I, yeah, I read a tweet
0: today though, that it wasn't actually the coach that really wanted love. It was a GM, yeah. so.
1: GM, yeah, well. That's I, know, I know
0: Aaron Rodgers isn't going to teach him shit. No. He's a surly, surly man.
1: I well, like
2: Rodgers. But a damn what? fine quarterback that probably didn't need a backup and could use a wide receiver. Yeah. By, but here's and by damn fine, do you
0: mean the best quarterback in the NFL?
2: Um, That's probably Mahomes to me, but he's up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing
3: with love. I, I see a situation we kind of alluded to earlier. Like if you don't want to take burrow first overall and your team is pretty bad and you really like one of those, you know, top running backs, I could see love going at the top of the second round to that team that needs a quarterback and is willing to gamble on them. If you're, yeah. if you pass on burrow in the first round, it, so I then, could yeah. see a cute QB needy team early second round, taking this guy. No and, problems. And then you're
0: drafting first overall next year anyway, after that. Right. So
3: because <laughs> you didn't address
0: your quarterback situations for this season. So you're going to be drafting high again. And there's a couple, there's, there's one really good quarterback coming next year. I can't remember his name.
2: It's actually a couple, but Trevor Lawrence uh, looks yeah, damn yeah, good. I know. Um, no, I think, I think with love, like everything Nick said, I, I agree with. And I think if you do want, you know, to take quarterback in the second round, that's fine. I personally, I wouldn't be taking him to the start of the second round. I might look to trade back. I don't know how many people are going to take him that high, even super flex. Hmm. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Apples yeah. Luck. Well,
1: we do have a special episode. It's going to be called What About Love? Uh, Give me a separate <laughs> that, that, episode. It's probably already a, like a network sitcom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a hard time trademark on that yes. Yeah. You know what? Actually, if he doesn't succeed in football, they can, maybe he can come up with his own sitcom be the star of that. So What About Love? There you go.
0: Maybe what All they'll right. do is they'll put like little rings like five to 18 yards down the field and every time he throws it through he gets a kiss from a pretty girl and then walks away with no kisses and he's sad.
1: Uh, well, it's certainly relatable, Jay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd <watch it>. uh, <laughs> all right, cool. That wraps up the top twenty. As Jay mentioned, we're going to take a little break. seas here because this is uh, we should have anticipated this going a little longer than I would Did you even did. think we got one episode? No, you did.
0: I did not. Okay. All right. I, I anyway. just I just didn't see your I didn't see your intro this week, so I, did, I didn't remind you to write that in there. Okay. Mm. Quality control issues here.
1: <laughs> i've been washing right, my guys. hands a
0: lot though so we're good
1: <laughs> so that's part one we're uh we'll be back soon to uh continue on with the second half and again as we said earlier a little more interesting uh some we can really uh turn your team into a championship these guys coming up in the from the 21 to 40 mark Damn. all right guys talk to you soon see you guys now
0: this is the dynasty football live podcast